Welcome to the Old Galway Diary Podcast. Each week, Tom Kenny and I, Ronnie O'Gorman, write a column in the Galway Advertiser. Before it goes to press, we contact each other and share what is filling the page that particular week. This podcast is that conversation. And I would add, we enjoy talking to you and would appreciate if you would give us a rate and review on the Apple Podcast app. Good morning, Tom. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm not too bad now. Um, good, lucky, good. Yeah. The sun is shining in Galway. I know, aren't we lucky? As usual, as usual, yeah. 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 But what are you looking at this week, Tom? Well, it's the time of year when everybody has gone back to school and so on. And as it happens this weekend, there is a 50th anniversary reunion in the Jazz of the class of 1973 that did their leaving certs in 1973. And uh, so I'm using a photograph of that class. Uh, It's very interesting looking at them, you know, the amount of achievement that there has been since those guys did their leaving cert, the heights they have scaled, the feats they have done, the, the things they have managed and so on. It's wonderful when you look back on it and think of it like that. And also, think with a bit of gratitude to our education system. Now, everybody, of course, remembers their days in school. I do, vividly. <clears throat> I was lucky. I My first day in school was in Scalorsa, and I met Manny Dignan for the first time there, and she was a saint, yeah, absolute saint. She took over from my mother for a few hours every day, and she kind of introduced me to the rest of the world, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I went from Scalorsa to the jazz, and I have to say I had a terrific education there. <clears throat> I loved it. We had a couple of average teachers, but we had a few great ones. <clears throat> uh, we had a teacher, Father Dick Butler, who was universally known as Butts. In our fifth year, we did the Honours Irish Leaving Cert course twice. Wow. So in our leaving search year, it was a doddle. We did it about three times that yeah, year. Yeah. And, of course, we all. Anyway, to go back, I because this is the jazz, I went back to the book on the history of the jazz, 150 years of the Jesuits in Galway. And I picked up on a few people of <clears throat> pupils of yesteryear and what they had to say about uh so Sean Dignan, who became a very eminent journalist and has written books, uh, <clears throat> he what he said was, to tell the truth, back in the late 1940s and early 50s, being condemned to six of the best was not all that bad. Back then, too, we were part of a boys-only setup, wearing little peaked caps, which we doffed while saluting with military precision whenever a cassock or a clerical collar Hove into view. I remember those peaked caps, Ben, I can tell you. They were awful things. And they (laughs) made us a target for the the big fellas from the Clada and Chantella who wanted to beat up Jesuit boys with little caps. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, Sean said, you know, we spoke Irish at all times, 
been caught speaking English was a punishable offence. And Gaelic football, hurling, handball and rowing were the only acceptable sporting activities. Foreign games such as rugby and, God forbid, soccer were beyond <laughs> the pale. <clears throat> so, as I say, people mem- remember different kinds of things. Dickie Byrne always thanked the school for his musical education. We had a great, great time in the jazz and it planted the love of singing and theatre in me that was to continue for my whole life. Others, uh, Sean Stewart, for example, <clears throat> who is the boss of Stewart, uh, the construction company in Lower Salt Hill. It, for him, it was the annual two-week trip to the Iron Islands. This, of course, was designed to improve their Irish, their spoken Irish, as opposed to the book Irish. And uh, it was a cultural experience as well <clears throat> for them. Uh, watching the islanders fishing from their currucks, flaying oats, winnowing, and what he remembered particularly was the incredible silence and the intense dark at night. <clears throat> oh, there's a memory from your school days. Yeah. Joe Lally, who went on to teach in the Bish for the rest of his career, he uh, his great memory was of Kyo's shop next door. And what he says is very interesting, and I'm sure this goes for a lot of so-called tuck shops for various schools. <laughs> I can still see it now. I can still smell it now. I can still hear it now. Visual, olfactory, auditory, Nostalgia, genied out of the magic lamp of memories. Well, that encapsulates Kyo's for me. Uh, <clears throat> that's what it was. It was our sweet shop, and it was usually packed from about 20 to 2 to 2 o'clock till the bell rang. Uh, we had come back from our lunch or our dinner, as it was then. Uh, and this was, of course, where we learned to smoke. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> You started off probably with a half a woodbine that was given to you by a friend and uh, you graduated to one. You could buy single cigarettes in that shop. But it was great. It was very much a part of our growing up. For many people, of course, the the, the time in school is, exactly, is really the happiest days of their lives. Sean O'Rourke, the very distinguished journalist and broadcaster, mm. uh, his days in the rowing club, as he said himself, they came to a premature end at the start of sixth year when he realized he hadn't been paying enough attention in class and that a sustained emergency assault on the leaving cert was required. <laughs> he was in no doubt that a few years in the Jez Rowing Club exposed him to values and qualities that will endure for a lifetime. Yeah, Bernie O'Connell, who later became the principal, in fact, in the Jez, he remembers fondly the debating society and the introduction of cultural evenings. That was a very Jesuitical term. That's where uh, ladies were, young ladies were invited as well. Yeah. And Eric Elwood, the great, great out half for Ireland <clears throat> and for Connacht, for him, Mickey Elwood kept telling us that the Leaving Cert was the most important exam we would do in our lives. We were young, indestructible, bulletproof, if you like, and we kept saying, yeah, 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 yeah. But now we realize he was exactly 
Right. <laughs> yeah, so, and Harry McGee, uh, he prompted him to say, uh, the motto of the Jesuits is, give us the boy and we will give you back the man. He said, it's a terrible cliche, but it's absolutely true. Yeah. So these are just some memories from ex-past pupils of the Jez. It's only the Jez because that's the Leaving Cert class that are having a 50th reunion this weekend. And I just hope it will go very well for them and that it will be memorable. And it will inevitably bring back a lot of memories of their time in school. Yeah. I have to say I highly recommend school reunions to anybody, particularly if it's a, a class reunion. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's what I have this week. Uh, the, the school, of course, has changed very dramatically since. Yeah. Well, Not I only do they play rugby now, for example, <laughs> but it's co-educational. They have women teachers. In my day, you would never see a skirt inside the gates of the jazz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it has changed completely. And furthermore, it's not all Irish as it used to be. There yeah. is an Irish stream, which is very popular. Uh, where all the subjects are taught through Irish. But for the bulk of the students, uh, Irish is just a subject. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it has changed utterly. But that's, as I say, going back more than 50 years in my case. Yeah, well, I, I went to the jazz, all right. I finished up in the mid-2000s, and it was, yeah, there was no uniforms. There was, it was a mixed school at those stages. But it was, it does, you know, sound very familiar, what you're talking about there from 50 years ago. Um, we had yeah. good teachers and bad teachers as well. <laughs> yeah. Terrible students mainly, but um, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, great memories so from school. We, we had an interesting, uh, <clears throat> on our 50th anniversary get together, we were sitting around the table after dinner and <clears throat> a discussion started about the Jesuit ethos. And just about everybody had a contribution to make. Until one, Jim Craddock said, I'll tell you about that school, he said. It's where they taught us competence, confidence, and compassion. Yeah. Well, and that finished the debate. That was yeah. it, as far as we were all concerned. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you were talking about the tuck shop there, we were all big fans of Mike Farahers, who sadly passed away a couple of years ago. And um, like you were saying, that place was full of buying sweets until 10 past two or, you know, yeah, yeah. 10 past nine. The, you know, you'd have to be you'd be late for class to get like, you know, the uh, strawberry jellies like, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you wouldn't mind yeah. you running in, getting screamed at by Paddy Lydon with his notebook, trying to ask you where you were. But yeah, wasn't too bad. No. Well, it, it, you came reasonably well out of it, I have to say. <laughs> they, they took you in as a boy and they sent you back as a man. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's me for this week. So, uh, yeah. Lovely. Well, hopefully Ronnie will be back next week for an episode. and um, Yeah, Lacuna J. We'll speak to you then, so Tom. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Yeah. Have a good God week. bless. Yeah. Bye. Until next week. <laughs>